DMG, and I'm not telling you my fucking socials. We didn't do it in the last episode. I'm not either. doing it. I'm not doing it. We didn't do it in the last episode either, so we're good. Fucking stupid. Okay, so you are. So can you? I said. Name? I said I was Sienna G. I'm Jillian Gita, and this is you thought it. We're saying it, and today we have our first guest. Yes. We've been hyping this up for like. A, a few week. episodes yeah. at this point. Seriously, I think we talked about it in every single episode we since we... This is how excited we are to have you on. Oh my god, that's so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> introduce yourself. I'm Louise, Tiana's cousin. <laughs> I don't know her at all, actually. <laughs> and I know Jillian since... Apparently, they're great. <laughs> we just found out today that we did cheerleading together back in the day, Jay. Brooklyn Hurricanes cheerleading. Shout out Junior PV Brooklyn Hurricanes. I was going to say that. Shout out the year you won that fucking competition. Fuck yeah. We didn't even have pom-poms. Uh, no, we didn't. Sure it was, did. real legit sport cheerleaders, they don't. Nope. No pom But in our pictures, they made us have pom-poms. Yeah, sure. I gotta find that picture. Oh my god, I have it. I'll send it to you. It's right. fucking crazy. So anyway, so I I say all that to say, we've all known each other to some extent, pretty much our entire lives. Yeah. But, you know, with life, a lot of things happen. Things happen. You grow up, and sometimes life has plans for you. And it's not always super predictable, but... So, we have Louise on our episode because she recently... Started dating a wonderful guy, and we that I called the from the start, so you know I'm gonna fucking gloat. <laughs> this is just the beginning of me gloating. I'm just telling you right now. And she found love again, yay! But love so, again after after heartache, yes, heartbreak, heartache, a lot of stuff. But we, it's gonna be very odd. But me and Jill are gonna <laughs> take a seat back, right? Yes. And we're gonna let. Louise, take over. Yeah. So introduce yourself and what you do and that you're a hot shot. <laughs> I'm sitting here with two fucking hot shots. I got no job. What a shame. God, you have a baby. That's a I job. Know. That's an accomplishment. I don't have a baby yet. Yeah. I don't yes. have a boyfriend. So <laughs> let's, let's reverse that order, shall we? Fine. So, like I like they said, my name is Louise. I'm Deanna's cousin. I know Jillian for a long time. <laughs> well, I work in Manhattan, but right now I work in my living room. Um, I work for a marketing company. That's right. Oops. I should have mentioned that. She's like a fucking market connoisseur over here. I mean, I don't do anything marketing related. I'm a project manager, which, but that's, it's boring. My, my job is boring, but we'll talk about um, my life. So I was in a relationship from when I was in high school. I was 15 years old and I um, met this wonderful boy and um, we dated for 12 years Whoa. and then we got married and he was... We were like twenty seven years so old. So you guys were high school sweethearts. So your whole you're talking your whole high school experience like was with him. Yeah. Right. I mean okay. I was with him from when I was fifteen until I was twenty eight. And was yeah. he the only guy you were ever with, like he, boyfriend official? He uh yeah, pretty much. Like my he I've never I never dated. I never like obviously when you're fifteen, like yeah. I had like I had like fake boyfriends, you know, <laughs> like boyfriends like you hold hands and you kiss, but yeah, like yeah. I never had like a like a real dating experience. So right. he was like my first first everything. Um, we got married when we were twenty seven, and we got divorced when we were twenty eight. So it was quick. Yeah, it was less than a year. I think. I think it was like 
10 months, mm -hmm. something so like what, that. So you're in a relationship for 12 years with your high school sweetheart. I knew him personally. He was awesome for a long time. So you're with somebody for 12 years, and then you get married, and then 10 months, you, he just, that's it. So tell, tell us what happened. How do you get to that point? Where, where, where to take us down that road, just, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, for sure. So we we did not live together before we were married, which is a big mistake, in my opinion. Um, there were a lot of things about our lifestyles that did not mesh once we did move together. So we got we got married, we moved in together, and... So it was like marriage, boom, moving in together, boom, and, and then... And it's a lot of adjustment. And now you think when you're with somebody for 12 years, you're like, oh, I know everything. Everything about Everything them. about this person. I, you know, this, this, this is going to be easy, mm -hmm. but... I think even even for people that do live together, marriage if then is like a huge adjustment because for some reason oh, there's... Oh, forget it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you just learn... And we had very different lifestyles. Mm -hmm. I was a nine-to-fiver. He was... Um, he worked in hospitality. She's so being nice. He, she was very smart and he was like a dodo. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he was good at what he was good at. Yeah. You know, we were... He was You know, he wasn't... Um, he, he might not have been book smart and, and mature like, you know, how I was overly mature, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Deanna will tell you, for our whole <laughs> lives, you know, I was born 30 years old. And I was born like 12. And I stayed 12 for like, till I was about 17. <laughs> Deanna peaked at 17. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's better to be like that in a way because you have more fun. But anyway, um, I was an, I was a nine to fiver. I worked in book publishing and he worked in a restaurant. So he would come home pretty late and our life, we hardly saw each other. Okay. You know, we lived, you know, it was really hard. And then one day he came home and he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was devastated. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I just don't love you anymore. And I'm sorry. And I said, oh, "Okay, that's fucking normal." You know, when I talk about it now, like with the with this, I don't have hard feelings towards mm -hmm. him now, mm -hmm. like because it's been six years, and yeah. I look back. It's so crazy, it's been that and long. And it, it was it's been six years, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I think this October will this, be six year, right? He moved out in August, so it'll be wow. six years in August. So, um. You know, at this point, I look back and like all the cliches, right? Mm -hmm. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and you know, the youth is wasted on the young. And if I knew then what I know now, you know, all of these things like are so true. I think that that's why people repeat them all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so, long story short, there I was, twenty eight years old, having just gotten married less than a year ago my my parents paid for like a hundred thousand dollar wedding I oh, was, her wedding was sick you know and i and was she was like one of the most beautiful bars oh, i've ever seen in my life thousand percent believe that <laughs> um thank you and you know i was i was devastated i was devastated i was heartbroken i felt like i was losing my best friend i was humiliated well, fair enough you were losing your best yeah. friend you this know, person really this was, person like your really was your best friend. You 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 were on together. this journey at 15 years old, all throughout high school, all throughout your early 20s, mm -hmm. where a lot of people say that that's the best time of your life, mm -hmm. you know. And you weren't always social. I mean, you are now, and we'll get into that later. But you weren't always social. You were completely content with the fact that your boyfriend was like your, right. your only friend. And right. I think that's something that you need to say is that yeah. it's one thing to be like in a relationship forever and just feeling like okay, it's comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but like when you're really 
into somebody like that's reason I know somebody that actually got married to somebody from high school and they're still together and they're like they have two no kids it can happen yeah. yeah it's like one of those things where I just don't want people to think that one you were being naive when you like got with him and that was the only person you were with because yeah, no. this shit happens you know what I mean you know she's also being generous to herself this is the they were like a model couple. Oh, I remember I, I first of all, I I know what he looks like. The two of you together. It's like if you ever place like two people on the top of like a wedding cake, like they a look little like. Yeah, they look like they belong right, like right, in a right. photo together. And there are people a lot of people looked at their relationship and was like, That's what I yeah. want. But the, again, this ties into you don't really know what people going change. On. I mean we I'm not I'm not gonna say he was horrible to me. I mean, we were together a long time. I'm a pretty confident person. If I if he was not good to me, if he didn't treat me with respect, if we didn't have a good relationship, I would have left. Yeah. yeah. You know, we we had a healthy relationship for a long time and then we didn't. Right? Yeah. And, you know, we grew and you're not the same person at fifteen that you no. are at twenty seven. You're not no. the same person at fifteen that you are at twenty. No. You know, you're not the same person at twenty seven that you are at thirty four. Nope. So you're constantly growing and people grow and people grow apart. Yeah. Um, and that and that's really what happened. Like yeah. we grew apart and I wanted to make things work and he didn't. He did. yeah. And I didn't I I think a lot of the the scariest part of all of it was like telling people mm-hmm. yeah because when I told people they were like you're lying what yeah like I remember no. where I remember where I was what I was doing what time it was when she told me and I was just like what are you saying right now yeah right like it was it wasn't just like oh yeah they weren't gonna last like I could have told you that like yeah. it was like like everybody had the same reaction no no it'll work out you guys will figure it out and Mm -hmm. I'm like no like we had one serious conversation where he was like I want a divorce Mm -hmm. and I and I was like um can we go to counseling and he was like no wow and I was like okay then you need to move out and he moved out the same day wow so you have this and I thank him for that yeah like I thank him for not faking it or like dragging it on or bringing a child into this world and then being left with that fucking mess right or staying with me and like having girlfriends Mm -hmm. behind my back or staying with me even though he wasn't happy and wasn't going to be able to give me what you deserve right and I and I think he you know there are always there's always going to be a place for him in my in my heart because Absolutely. I grew up with him. Yeah, like, you know he was at everything. He was at my sweet sixteen, mm-hmm. like yeah, party even though it was in the house. He was at you know <laughs> he was, he, like, he was at my sweet sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he was at my high school graduation, my college graduation. He was there when I got my first job, and yeah. he celebrated with me. He was there for every yeah. birthday. Yeah. For you know, it's like this person's always going to be a special part of your life. It's just that I. And going through my divorce, and we can talk about this now more, the one goal I had in my mind, which I told my therapist going through all of this was... Therapy. I know. We always are so advocates for therapy. (laughs) I I just, I want to stop crying about missing him. I want him to be a memory of someone I once loved. Yes. And, And to be able to get to that point... I'm there now. Yeah. Like, yeah. thank God for right. that, first of all. It takes a lot of work. Right. Yes. And so, perfect perfect way to get into my next question. So, you you marry the, your high school sweetheart. After what? About, like, eight months of marriage, he decides he doesn't want to be married anymore. How long after your divorce, divorce do you pick up and decide, 
I'm ready to start dating yeah. because I think that's a huge thing for women going through divorce. When do they you don't give feel, yourself permission yeah, to do that? Like they don't feel worthy enough whether they might have been cheated on or they might, you know, have been left for another woman. They don't feel worthy enough. Or just like you were saying, people talking. Oh, they yeah. got divorced two months ago. Look at she's her. already she's out. out. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, that's what I, well, my first step was going to therapy. So, which is a very healthy, healthy thing. and so, mature step. So I made the appointment with the hope that he would come. Okay. And so that's how, how far in advance I made the appointment. But then by the time I got to the appointment, that wasn't going to happen, you know? So that was my first step. Now, as for how long I waited to start dating, mm -hmm. I didn't wait very long. Mm -hmm. Like, I think people were really surprised. But to be honest... I was surprised. But I was happy, too. Mm -hmm. I am not the... I don't... Like, nobody knows me, really. But, like, I'm not the type of person to sit around and feel sorry for myself. Yes. I'm not the type of person to sulk. Mm -hmm. um, I, di I do in my own private time while I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. So, like, I was like... This is when, okay, so precursor, I never had Facebook. Mm -hmm. I was in a relationship. What did I need to be on Facebook for? Mm -hmm. Like, I was. I also have to say something, too, because I was an outsider looking in. She's so much more fun now. <laughs> she really is. And I'm not saying she wasn't when she was in a previous relationship, but going through a divorce, yes. as, you know, because she never really went out. Yeah. Like, like as a I single went woman. Like, I went out. With him and his friends. With him and me. <laughs> I went out with him and, and my friends and and their, yeah. and their his friends and their girlfriends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We went out It was just couples. a different dynamic. No, we would go out. We would drink. We would go on vacations. But, like, it was always a group of couples. Or yes. it was always, like, me and, like, a lot of guys and one of my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Like, so it wasn't like... when we would start going out, I'm like, oh, my God, she's so much better. I'm so selfish. <laughs> I like this version of her. Well, not, I also, you know. like, uh, to speak to that a little bit, I, in the relationship that I was in, I often felt like I had to be the responsible one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did. You did because, have to. You, did. you know, because oftentimes the guys I date are not responsible. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I gravitate towards like... Because you're probably a nurturer. You're probably like mother hen. Not in a bad way because I'm very much like this too. Yeah. Where I like a project. If a guy is a fucking mess, I'm like, let me fix <laughs> Right, like somebody once asked me, what's your type? Mm -hmm. And I said, really handsome men that treat me like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not the right answer, but that's what I always... That's my pattern. Mm -hmm. And I'm not specifically speaking about my ex-husband, mm -hmm. but like in relationships beyond that yeah. like I was very shallow not not intentionally yeah but there's some some sort of thing about getting these butterflies about like these cute guys that are really alpha male yeah. and like yeah. want to like you know treat you like shit yeah like <laughs> right it's interesting that you said you're not the type to feel sorry for yourself because so many women do yes so when do you feel like enough is enough like stop the pity party Get off the couch, get dressed. If you feel like shit, go to the gym. Or what have you done to not feel sorry for yourself? Like, do you have tips for people that are going through the same thing that maybe can't get out of their own way? And that's like, I did this. I didn't allow myself to stay in the house for more than two days at a time. I did this. I journaled. Yeah. I took so, up a hobby. So what, so what I did was I got so used to, for all of those years, being 
Louise and so and so. Oh yeah, Louise you become and, one name. You know, when I would when I would see people for the first time in a while, they would say they wouldn't even ask me how I was. They would say, "Oh, how's your boyfriend?" Mm-hmm. And I would be like, "Well, I'm here." Yeah. You know, and like I got so used to not being my own person, mm-hmm. but being part of this couple mm-hmm. that I said to myself, "I need to like learn what it's like to." Yep. To do what I want to mm-hmm. do. What not, do you like anymore? To, right. Like, mm-hmm. what do I like? What do I like to do? Why do I... I don't have to rush home to cook dinner for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. I don't have to do... Ash is the man that cooks for home. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... What I, what I did was, well, well, going backwards a little mm-hmm. bit, I started dating pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. This is when Tinder first came out. Yeah. And, like, I... It wasn't quite just a hookup site yet. Mm-hmm. I think it's evolved into yes. that. Um, I started swiping. Yeah. I was like... But with that intention, were you intending on, like, maybe opening to finding somebody? Or was it legit just to, like, get back it was, on the horse? It was, like, honestly, it was almost like, let me see what this is about. Okay. I didn't expect to meet somebody that I would date for a year, mm-hmm. which is what happened. Mm-hmm. So, I think popular opinion says you shouldn't date so soon after you get divorced. Mm-hmm. But I had been through so much... That I just wanted a distraction. Yeah. So, you know, I got myself in therapy. I went every week. It helped tremendously. Mm-hmm. I started dating. Yeah. And what else did I do? I took a writing class. Because, yeah. like, I was like, I really like to write. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I not writing more? Mm-hmm. And and that's something that I enjoyed. So, I, you know, I took a writing class. I, you know, I got really involved in baseball mm-hmm. because I always loved baseball and Not like baseball so I was like I always loved baseball but my ex didn't yeah like he liked baseball but he wasn't like a sports fanatic yeah, he was yeah, more yeah. into other things so he wasn't like a baseball like a real be- when you don't love baseball, yes. you fucking love baseball when you come home on a Sunday and, and you watch watching yeah. fucking base yeah yeah, yeah. And like I, I, I yeah. <laughs> I miss baseball. Like, I miss baseball so much right now. But anyway, I, I got into baseball, and, like, I got closer with a lot of people in my family that I feel like I didn't neglect, but I didn't work on building relationships with people because I was in a serious mm-hmm. relationship from so young yeah. so like everything was with him. Mm-hmm. But, like, then, like, I got closer with my cousin Christina because she was single and, like, we started talking more and I was like, I never realized how much I had in common with you. Mm-hmm. And I got closer with my brother mm-hmm. and I got closer, you know, with my mom, like we did more things together mm-hmm. and I, and I traveled more mm-hmm. and I did all of these things that I missed. I think I missed out on, which yeah. I mean, I didn't think I was missing out on anything when you were I, in it. I was yeah. happy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, you know, there were so many things about me that I was neglecting. Yeah, it's I mean, like you're rediscovering yourself again. When you're yeah. when you're in a relationship from the time that you're 15, I can't imagine me being 15, being with somebody, and I'm very much what it sounds like you are. Like, when I'm in a relationship, like, that consumes me. And I couldn't be happier. You're like, world revolt. Yeah. Like, nothing makes me happier than that. But, like, being 15 and then seeing what I was at 15 to being the age I am now. And you're then having... literally two different... Actually, it might be three different I am people. a... <laughs> I, I evolved 17,000 times. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was not even a butterfly. I was, like, a butterfly that died and came back to life mm-hmm. and, like, became something else. Yeah. So, it's, like, I can't imagine what it's... It's, like, almost... You say that and it's almost, like, exciting for me that you got this opportunity to, like, figure out who you are. It's, like, being reborn again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, sure. so totally, like, I used to... People, like, used to say, oh, I don't want to... This is horrible. Like, how you know, how are you going to start all over yeah. again? And I would say, I try to reframe it. Yeah. I try to think to myself, I'm so excited about the future. Yeah, because, yes. like, I don't know what's going to happen. And now, 
Mm-hmm. I know what I want. Yeah. And I know what I'm looking for. And what you don't want. You know what's, what you know what's disheartening, too? A lot of people can't understand that. Like, because yeah. I know me, I mean, it's obviously two different things, but when I was trying to get pregnant, yeah. anyone who knows me knows it took me, you know, obviously, thank God, I didn't have any, you know, fertility problems, but it took me longer than most people mm-hmm. to get pregnant. And... I remember my friends would be like, oh, did you see this one posted? They're pregnant. Oh, you must be. Dead. And I'd be like, no. Like, obviously, like, it's it's sad that I'm not pregnant yet. But every time I see another pregnancy announcement, I say, I can't wait till I get yes. to. Like, I can't wait till I get to make mm-hmm. a pregnancy announcement, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just sick that, that there's people in your life, yes. right, that would give you, bring those things to your yes. attention. When you're not even noticing When it. you're not even noticing it's it. It's like, doesn't this bother you? Right. It's like, it's no, like, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But now that you said it, you're planting yeah. the seeds. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I equate what you're saying to me going to LA. Yeah. When I went to LA, I feel like I had this opportunity to really invent myself with all the lessons I already learned and not having anybody already have this idea of who I was. Like, I could be exactly who I was. I could hunker down. I could figure out what I liked, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. And I had nobody to answer to. And right. just that freedom to just be exactly who I am at that moment is like that was exciting for me and I I kind of feel like for you that had to be the same thing where it's almost like you learn something new about yourself every day and you're yeah. like not afraid to try new things and like discovering if you like stuff like you were saying like your writing class for me it was like I got back into dancing and I was just like oh my god like this I forgot how much I enjoyed this right, right. You, know what I mean? you forgot like how nice it was mm-hmm. to not have to come home and mm-hmm. you know do somebody else's laundry yeah. and cook for so them so do you feel things. like you're the same person now as you were when you got divorced Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, I did a lot of self-reflection. I did a lot of, like we said, therapy, but I did a lot of reading and I did a lot of experiencing and I, and I dated a lot and I'm sitting here saying, you know, I couldn't wait to see what the future held, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It fucking sucked. Yeah. Like I, part of it, like I, there were plenty of nights I cried myself to sleep thinking I was never going to be able to be a mother. And like, I remember like when I was first getting, when I was first getting divorced, like I looked at my mother and I said, I'm never going to be the same woman again. Yeah. And she looked back at me and she said, you're not, you're yeah. going to be better. Yeah. I was going to say, and, you're probably going to be even And better she now. was like, and I, and I was like, I just want to close. And I had never, ever felt this way before yeah. in my life. But I clo- I said to her, my mom's like one of my best friends. So, mm-hmm. and I closed and I said to her, I, I wish that I could close my eyes and not wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cause that's how I felt. That's how mm-hmm. devastated mm-hmm. I was. And, and that lasted a long time. Oh, yeah. So, you know, course. so like going I'll never forget like going on my first first date ever how is that by the way because like we were talking about that too like first dates okay. what was that first so date I was like? listening to that episode I also had a first date yeah yeah I didn't understand that I had a first date outfit so it was like skinny jeans yeah. and nude heels with like this sheer Joe Fresh like navy shirt that I would wear with like a white tank top underneath because it was like sexy but casual and not slutty. Yeah, but, I would like, always text her and be like send it to me. And I'm like I'm wearing the same thing I would list five first yes. dates. Like this is it. And I would Thank go you. on all of these dates but like like you're saying for my very first first date. Mm-hmm. Now think think about it. You're 28 years old. You're going on the your first date ever yeah with a man that's five years older than you yeah. 
that like you've never met because mm-hmm. you only met them online. Yeah. It's, it's it's so it's so scary. It's bizarre. It's and a bizarre thing. I remember like being so nervous. I feel like my stomach was in knots mm-hmm. and like I was texting. It's torture. It sounds like <laughs> what I described to her a few episodes ago about when I went on my first date with, with Dom. Right, you're nervous. Yeah. Like, what do I say? What if there's no? But then after like the third first date, yeah. you're like an expert. Absolutely. Yeah. There were first dates that like, okay, so like every time I would leave a first date that was terrible, I would like treat myself to something. I love that. Yeah, so like I would nice. be like, you know what? I earned this ice oh cream. And there were like <laughs> other first dates where like guys would make me pay for my drinks. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> no. So like I'm not about, like I'm not the type of girl who thinks a guy should pay for everything all the time. Never. But like, and I always offer to pay. Mm-hmm. But the f- I do. But the I don't f- give a fuck. Pay for my shit. <laughs> no, but the first... <laughs> the first date I think man should pay for. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, there were a couple of dates where, like, I was like, oh, here, you know, we should split it. And they were like, okay. <laughs> but that means that, you know, I think Bye. that means they don't like you. I... I yeah, it's possible. Yeah. And I... I I do. I think that. Yeah. I feel like if it's okay, let's just backtrack. As a, now a professional dater, I guess. Yeah. I feel like there are things that, like, what I've learned about guys, and this is, I'm going to get so much hit for this, but, like, I don't text guys first. Like, I don't care how interested I am in you, and I don't care if we've been talking consistently for a week. You're not getting a text from me first. Because a dude, if there is interest, and if a guy wants you, he will literally do everything he can to have any kind of contact with you. So I agree with you to a degree. Yeah. I was always that guy. Yeah. Up until the guy that I'm with now. Yeah. Because. But it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> something. How does that work for you? How's that working out for you? It doesn't. So <laughs> I'll hit you with that. That's my favorite exactly. fucking line. But something's not working. How's that working out for you, pal? It's not. When you meet the right guy, you'll feel comfortable enough yeah, to text him That's true. Because the last few guys that I, that I dated, I was so kind of intimidated by that the I, because I put them on this pedestal. Yep. And I was like, I'm not texting him first. I don't want to be annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that girl that texts first. And yeah. I don't want to be that person who's, like, up their ass. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to seem desperate. Yeah. And all of these things that you think. And then, like, I was like, you know what? If he really liked me, he'd be happy yeah, to see Yeah, it wouldn't bother you. Mm-hmm. He'd be glad that I was texting him. So, like, I... I agree with you, mm-hmm. and I understand yeah. where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. But when you re- when you meet the right guy, you'll you won't care. About How many dates would you say that you've been on? Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds. Of <laughs> no, it's true. Okay, what is your advice for women out there who don't want to date? You have Fucking to do it. <laughs> no, you don't have to if you're not ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready, it's not going to work. Yeah. You have to if you're dating. Yeah. Have a very open mind. Yes. Because I went out with literally. First of all, I used to go out with every guy that asked me. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, he could be the one. Right. You know, let me try it. It's yeah. just a drink. Yeah. It's just a drink. I can spend one hour with anybody, mm-hmm. right? You said the same th- You said the same <laughs> thing, right? And, like, first date is always a drink for me. Okay. Was always a drink for me when I was dating. So, first date, would always be, first date would always be a drink because you could get out of it. Yeah. And then it leaves, like them wanting more if mm-hmm. you want to see them again so mm-hmm. second date should be dinner or something else more mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. but first date I've always gone on um gone on have been drinks so like I would say to people who want to find somebody and are looking for 
for a relationship, you have to date. Yeah. There's no other way around There's it. No way around it. And I actually recommend on going bad dates. Like if you yeah. don't if you're like so sure about something, make that like your dummy date. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. your guinea pig date. Like yeah. do that and just like you have, have to get back through, into it. You have to get it because I think I said if, if if my husband and I broke up, right? I would literally have to go back and figure out what I like. Yeah. Because what I liked when I met my husband at 23 is not going to be what I like now. What I liked a month ago is not <laughs> what I, I like now. Right. I mean, like, you know, I had, I had this. You also have to realize what you want. So, like, what happens when you're dating is you get into, like, these patterns. Mm -hmm. And you end up gravitating towards what's familiar. Mm -hmm. And you have... I'm totally agreeing with everything you're saying. Yeah, but you it. better watch yourself because I will fucking backhand you. It's true. I'm, you I create this type it. for yourself. Uh -huh. So, I, I follow this matchmaker on Instagram. Matchmaker Maria, I think her name mm -hmm. is. And she, she says always... Never mind the type that you think you have. Mm -hmm. Sit down and write down like 20 things that you're looking for in a potential partner, whether that's values or future goals mm -hmm. or characteristics, and make that your type. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. It like, worked. Would you consider wow. those like your non-negotiables? Yeah. Uh -huh. I think that that like, yeah, I think that that it's important because... You know, yeah. you fall for these guys that are really handsome or mm -hmm. that, like, take you... Not that the guy I'm dating now isn't handsome. He's very handsome. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's more to him than that. Yeah. Like, there, there are guys that, like... Like, I've dated guys that are, like, I only saw on Thursdays. Right. Like, if a guy's not, like, willing to take you out on a Saturday night because he doesn't want to, like... What did I tell you? Wow. Like, like, I love that she's vouching for everything we said <laughs> i'm serious well i lived it you know right but that's why it's that's why it's amazing right? <laughs> right and then like you know you get to the point where you're sometimes proof that we're saying what everyone else is thinking <laughs> yeah, you you get to the point where you've been dating for so long you're like i've dated everyone there's no one left yeah. and like i'm never gonna find somebody yeah. and there's just too many factors here that have to line up like he has to like me and I have to like him and we have to be attracted to each other and we have to live in the same place mm -hmm. and he has to be single at the same time I'm single and you know it has to click and there has to be chemistry and they're all you know all of these things yeah. and then like eventually one day it happens yeah. but it's just you know it's it's not easy and you really have to keep an open mind mm -hmm. and you can go on these streets where you go on like I, I so I made a promise to myself when I turned 32 that I was going to go on one date a week mm -hmm. until I, no, 33 I was. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go on one date a week until I turn 34. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did it. Mm -hmm. I hundreds. Yeah. I did that too, though. It's funny that you said that because I didn't even remember I did this. I was I like, I want to have a baby. Like, I want to get married. Yeah. Like, all of these things that I want now. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only goal that I have. I want to find, but I wasn't willing to just do that with the first guy yeah. that, like... Or and that's, and that's a, a big problem we're having with uh, this age group, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not single. I can't say anything. But people like yourself and people like Jill, you can't help it, right? So us women, we have what people call biological clocks. You can't help but think, oh, another year, another year, my eggs are diminishing, <laughs> right? So I was telling Jill that, unfortunately, a lot of these women are ending up in situations where the first guy that shows them attention, they pretty much uses the sperm donor, right? Right, So they can have their child, and then they end up in these, these fucking horrid situations, and they're single mothers, and it's like, really? Like, mm -hmm. 
have that work out for you. <laughs> right. I mean, my so my, like, to answer your question, my advice to women that are single that want to be with somebody and that want to settle down and that want to have a family is, Go on the date. Yeah. Even if you hate it, keep an open mind and and remind yourself, this isn't necessarily the one. You're not yeah. going to walk down the aisle after the first date. No. Day. It could be a terrible And date. I think women need to be reminded of that. Yeah. I think and women don't need, take it personally. Right. Either. I think women need to be reminding that dating takes fucking time. Mm-hmm. You are a perfect example. How long did you date? Six, six years. years. Six, about six years. And, and would you say... That the person you're with now is is really the only one that ever came close to something like this serious. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, you know, I would, I would get. Oh, I lost my train of thought. You were saying the advice that you'd give to somebody. You have to go on the dates if you're looking to find somebody. Yeah. Oh, and I would say like, don't expect the first date sparks. That's. An, I don't think that that's real. Mm-hmm. I think that you know those, those butterflies and those mm-hmm. sparks sometimes is just something that we think. It means love because, you know, we might get those women. You women thrive on the spore. <laughs> love the drama. He's we'll just be. not that into you. It's the truth. Like, yeah. you can get butterflies and sparks and it could be the real thing, but you're not necessarily going to get that yeah. on the third date. Especially no, yeah. it's the first date with somebody. Just that excitement alone of it can be interpreted into so many different things. Mm-hmm. It really depends on what you're looking for it to be. If right. you want to be like, this is going to be the guy, like, you'll convince yourself that the nervousness is that. Or if you're not, you're going to be like, oh, I'm just nervous because it's a first date. Well, first dates are hard to judge. I think yeah. you need to go on three dates with yeah. somebody to know if you really like them. Yeah. Unless the yeah, I remember. After, like, the third date, she would be like, I'm going on one more date with this guy before I figure out if yeah. I'm going to, like, let him down And I jelly. think you have to have, like, a time frame. And it's also, yeah. like, the advice that I, I would give women that are dating is stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Yes. And stop telling people. Yes. Because I feel like every time I would go on dates and not tell a soul, yeah, except like one person, so they knew if like that if anything happened, if yeah. like I didn't end up dead in Same. a trunk or something. Same. So like I have my my girlfriend Ro, like she felt she has like she tracks me. Yeah, we so have like, like three sixty. A girlfriend of mine in LA, right? So, like too. I think you just forgot. <laughs> I used to make sure I knew where she was at all fucking times. Yeah, I just couldn't tell her. Too. No, so funny, funny little anecdote. Like my girlfriend Ro, she would be like, I went on like a bad date. And I treated myself to McDonald's, I love that. which I never eat. So she texts me and she's like, Louise, are you okay? I haven't heard from you. Are you in McDonald's? <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. Like, I didn't want anybody to know I was eating fast food today. And she's like, I thought your, I thought your date ended up at McDonald's. And I was going to be like, that's an awesome date. She loves McDonald's. But like, I was like, we yeah. love a simple girl. Yeah, yeah, she loves French fries. So anyway, um, yeah, that's just like a little like side note. But my, my point is, don't expect like the first date to be like the end to be all end all yeah. because it's not no you know it's not end game because like you were saying before and i've mentioned this before as well so many things have to be exactly right the timing the person the chemistry the timing is everything you guys have to want the same thing you guys have to be on the same path that person can be perfect for you but if you want a marriage and they don't they're not good for you and it, it they can literally check every other box yeah. but at the end of the day if you know you want kids and if you want to get married and that's not for them mm-hmm. you have to cut your losses at that point move on and find somebody else going to give you what you want and don't settle because guess what they're not changing so don't waste no your time. and that's my other piece of advice like you need to end up with somebody that you don't want to change right yeah. so like you know, 
I've been with guys where I was like, I like him, but he needs to be able to do this. Yeah. And he needs to be able to not yeah. want to be with his friends so much. And he needs to be able to, like, stop drinking. Yeah. And he needs to be able to do this. And he needs to be, and, I, and then I realized to myself, like, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And, like, you asked me, am I better, like, am I the same person now as I was before my divorce? Absolutely not. Because mm-hmm. the last six years, I've just transformed. And I've learned so much, not only about myself, but about mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. Like, you really observe, like, mm-hmm. patterns and, like, mistakes that you've made. And you and you have to self-reflect. Yeah. Because, like, I look back now and, I and you know, everybody wants to just blame your my ex-husband because of for my divorce. Mm-hmm. But, like, I look back now and there were a lot of things about my marriage and my mm-hmm. relationship that I did wrong. Yeah. We were talking about that mm-hmm. in the last episode. And, too. like, I, and that's, and, and so, like, that's one of the lessons, too. Be honest with yes. yourself. Be honest be honest with yourself about the way that you let people treat mm-hmm. you. Be honest w- with yourself about the way you treat other people. Yes. Be honest with yourself about what you want and what, what you why. want. Why am I allowing this person to treat me like you know, this? And, and what's right and what's wrong? If you need to hide things from your friends about what your boyfriend yep. is doing, that's a problem. That's a red yeah. flag. If you, you know, see the red flags. Like, don't see everything as a red flag. Yeah. But, like, see the red flags. But, like, and I think dating just to get back to that dating and dating often helps you recognize these red flags from the beginning. Cause like, how do you, how are you supposed to know what's a red flag unless yeah. you've gone through it where somebody has done something and like you were saying patterns, somebody has done something and then you're finding the next person you're dating is kind of doing the same yeah. thing. So you're like, okay, this is familiar to me. So now you're preparing for it. You know what I mean? So yeah. at least you could see, but if you're going to go into it, like not picking up or learning anything from every person that you're with, like you're not, doing a service to yourself and you're not going to grow and you're not going to learn what you want and what you don't you have to learn about what you don't want just as much as what you do want that's why i think it's so important and this is despite how you're because let's face it people's people's marriage ends for all all sorts of reasons reasons. i think the first step Mm -hmm. is therapy because i think taking accountability because i think that if you don't get yourself in the right frame Mm -hmm. of mind you're going to end up in the same situation. Yeah. If you start dating right out of your divorce, right out of the gates, mm-hmm. because you're lonely, yeah. guess what? You're going to fall for the first fucking schmuck that you go if out you're, with. I, and I, like you were saying, I'm so glad that you said dating and therapy coincided. Because yeah. I, like, I did the same thing when I was out of my last long-term relationship. We might as well have been married. We pretty much lived together. He was a piece of shit for this minute. Um, so we were together for, like, three years. And, like, when I moved to L.A., he was the reason why I was like, oh, like, this does feel like home. Because long story short, I was in L.A. for, like, six months, and it just didn't feel like home to me. I was like... Yeah, I remember. You almost came back. Yeah, and I was just, like, really, like, this close. And I was like, okay. Literally, I just was like, universe, if you can hear me, like, send me something that shows me that, like, I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I wasn't meeting people. I was dating, but not clicking. Like, it was just bad. So then, lo and behold, this one comes around, and I'm just mm-hmm. like holy shit, like, he feels like home. Like, this feels like home. And right, say, and we tend to gravitate yes. towards what's familiar. Yes. And what's familiar isn't always what's right. No, and that was a thing, and I was like, okay. Which is perfect. Yes, and I'm just like, what, dating No, I'm people? saying it's perfect because that's how she found who she's Well, I was going to say, and because that's he was so different. And that's what I wanted to talk about, is mm-hmm. dating outside of your type. Yeah. Or, like, le- at least being open to dating him. I think you have to recognize it took that you me have a, a while, and like I and uh, like I went like the the guy that I'm with now. I mean, I I love him. I hope we get married. Mm-hmm. But like I and we've only been dating since December. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. I think and like I talked to Deanna about it first, and I was like, I don't know, we're really different. She sends me a fucking text, mm-hmm. and she's like, He's too nice. <laughs> he's so nice. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's doing that. So I'm like, 
Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. So basically, he's treating you the way you fucking deserve to be treated. <laughs> I'm scared. And you're going to fucking send him away. How's that working out? Wait a minute. Hold on. To defend you... Because, and you should know better, because you know. You should know better. <laughs> because, oh, that was the first one all episode. Yeah, you're right. I did good today. Good for you. I, I quoted a movie, though. So it was like, uh, I compensated. Uh -huh. um, but you should know, when a guy comes on so strong, or when oh, a guy yeah. is telling you shit, and you're like, okay, and that's too good. Well, that's yeah, love bombing, right? Yeah. Have you heard Ooh, that? I love that. No, what is love bombing? That's what Jay did to me. Love bombing is Jay. No, the last Jay. The old balls. The old balls. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I keep surprised. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, when a guy love bombs you, it's sort of like, Okay, this isn't real. Yeah. Like, you don't feel like this. Yes. You don't even know me. And then I said, that's exactly what I say to them. And they go, how could you say that? I do. But you this, I, I, it's but funny. But he didn't act like right. that. Right. So that's what I was just going to say. Her and I spoke almost at the every day mm -hmm. because I just got a good feeling about yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a witch. You know that. <laughs> yeah, and back. then you, I was like, right off the bat, I was like, mm, I don't really like what's going on. The selfie videos oh, telling you he's yeah. never felt like this before when he's an older, educated man yeah. with children. There's <laughs> something wrong here. Yeah. You know? I think, I think what happened with me was I was afraid to get into something that I knew would become serious. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, because I knew, because I knew from the way he treated me that he was serious. Yeah, and I hadn't been with anybody like that. Yeah. I had been with guys before that I would sit and wait for their texts, Ugh. and I would be like looking at my we all looking at my phone and be like, I haven't heard from him. Isn't mm -hmm. isn't the best thing though consistency? Yeah, and he was consistent, and he took me on really nice dates, mm -hmm. and then he took me to a Rangers game, and he bought me a teddy bear, and I, I was love it. Turned off. What? Yeah. Because that's I was, she texted me and I said, what? That's when she texted me and I said, okay, so let this guy go and then go on a date with the other no, guys. She, she literally texted me and she goes, if you stop talking to a guy because he bought you a teddy bear, I'll never talk to you. <laughs> is that not me? No, that is her. So I was like, I'm not going to not talk to him again. I just feel a little smothered. Yeah. No, I, I can understand that too. So and I said, communicate that to him. So I said it to him. I was like, I feel smothered and blah, blah, blah. And then like, I was like, I was afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid. You might have to try I see, this is a good one. Yeah. He's drinking rosé. This is a good conversation. So, I'm feeling my tits right now. I can't. So, I, you know, I said, you know, I, I think I was afraid after all this time of being used to, like, not having to put my feelings on the line yeah. because I knew, I think I knew subconsciously that all the other guys I dated were not it. It weren't going to turn into anything. Yeah. This guy I knew, I was like, oh, my God, he really wants Yeah, it, like, ups yeah. the ante. Like, right. I'm like, I have so much more to lose yes. if I fall in love with this guy and then he breaks up. Yeah. There's vulnerability there. So since there, we're on sure. the topic of Mr. Wonderful. Yes. Tell us how you met. Oh, yeah. And I want to hear about Tell us it. how you met. Tell us what your first date was. We already know that you, you really weren't, weren't into him at first. <laughs> no offense. No, I right. liked him. You liked him, I, but you, it was, it was, it was weird. It was weird for you. It was, it was, it was different. It was, you know, so we met on Bumble. Yeah, and we, I, you know, I used to swipe on Bumble. I didn't do this with him. I actually like liked him on purpose. <laughs> but I used to swipe on Bumble sometimes blindly, like I would watch TV and just swipe yes to everybody, and then whoever I matched with that I liked, you I filter would, out after. <laughs> yeah, because I was just so exhausted. Oh, so Jill has a Bumble line. What's your Bumble line? An opening line on Bumble. Do you have one that you that you're going oh, to? Oh, I would send. 
I don't know if I. I, I was I it would, fuck kill Mary? Fuck Mary. Yes, okay. I would say fuck Mary kill Jessica. Mm. You know Jessica Beale, Jessica so. Simpson. You know Jessica something, and I would send like three or like Jennifer. You know whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would just send like Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer yeah, Edison, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and I would just send three people, and they would and they would answer. Mm. But I don't think I did that with Craig. Oh, I'm not supposed to say his name. No, you could say his name. Yeah, um, you're, yeah, yeah. you're happy about it. Yeah, so I don't remember what I said to him, but I think it was the day before Thanksgiving that I messaged him, and he answered me. And I was like, because you know guys don't answer. No, and then you lose it within 24 hours. Yeah, right. So he answered me, and we talked, and then we went on a date. And then it was funny because I I live in Brooklyn, and he lives in Jersey. So he was like, I'll come to you. And I was like, we can meet halfway. I can come to you. He's That's like, no. like fucking fifty points right there. <laughs> right. I would come because these fucks don't want to. They don't want to fucking pick you up. No. And um, I'm surprised you guys match because usually guys' distance is not that. Well, yeah. I work in the city, and he works not far from the city. Oh, so okay. I think that that. that and I have sense. like a big. I had a big mileage yeah. on my on my bumble, so to just like get like as many people as I could. Same. So um. We, I do that now because the podcast is in oh, my profile. I <laughs> no restrictions. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> he was like, I'll meet you for a drink. So I picked a place, a place in Bay Ridge for him to come and meet me for a drink. And I'm standing there waiting for him to come in. And then he came in and then he looked at me and I smiled at him. And he was like, did you find the place okay? Aww. And I was that like, is so him. I, I was can't. like, <laughs> I, I was, can't even. No, take but it, it didn't make any sense because I picked up. He was nervous. <laughs> so then, so then he's like, I didn't make any sense. I'm sorry. And <laughs> because then you, oh, he, he was, was taken so back nervous. by her being pretty. Yeah, for sure. Because okay, let me know if this happened to you. Even though you know what the person looks like in your head, I've had this happen before where I've waited outside where it's like. Okay, one time I waited outside of this, like, venue in L.A., and there's, like, people walking up and down the block. It's in downtown L.A., and I was meeting this guy. And I was so afraid I was going to forget what he looks like, or I wasn't going to recognize him. So I was just like, he could literally walk right past yeah. me. And I was just like, do-do-do. So there's a lot that's going through your yeah, mind. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, that. what's he going to be like? Is he going to have a weird, like, smell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, is he going to, whatever. I, we did the voice test first. I talked to him on the phone. Yeah. Voice test. And, like, because Christina taught me that. She's like, talk to him on the phone, because if they have a weird voice, you won't like yeah. And I'm like, you're right. So we talked on the phone, and he actually has a really sexy voice. Turn on. So, we're talking about that. Yeah. Too. So yeah. I was like, okay, voice test passed. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you want to meet? So then we met. How long did it take between the time you matched the time that you guys made plans to go out? So we met the day before Thanksgiving online, mm-hmm. and then our first date was December eighth. Oh, so like okay. A week. A week. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But when did you know though that you were like, okay, I'm going to go on a date with this guy? Right away. Because I, I, he was smart. I, I like talking to him. Yeah. I think that we had a nice conversation off the bat. And then, and I was like, I'll meet him. Yeah. Like, so he walks in, he makes zero sense. And then he's like, <laughs> later on, he's like, I, could, I, I lost my train of thought. Like, I was just looked at you and I like, got, I like froze. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I date the pits. <laughs> and then, um, and then like. A week later, we went to he made, we went to dinner. So like he asked me where my office was, and he made reservations at a at a restaurant like right down the block from my office, which was so attractive to me mm-hmm. because he made it so that he had to travel and I didn't. And he picked. Up, I love that. You know, he, he sent me the menu and he was like, "Are you sure you like?" He anything? fucking took control. Yeah. He took charge. He acted yeah, like a man. Yeah. He was like Turn a man. On. And then like yeah. when I would tell my therapist, like he's too nice. I don't know. It's not manly. 
my, my therapist would be like, I don't know, Louise, everything you tell me about him, that's Sounds her. pretty manly. These episodes go hand in hand. This is it's really crazy. You literally just spoke about all he was like, He was like, that's what a real man does. Yes. You know? And then, like, he, he's like, I... He didn't rush me either. Yeah. So like like we spoke about earlier, you know, my, my husband was the first guy I was ever with. Mm-hmm. And I was the first time I was dating after my divorce and all these years passed. And like being single in your late 20s, early 30s, there's a lot of pressure to like have sex. Yes. You know? And not to be like too open, but like I'm not like that. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't judge other people that do it off mm-hmm. the bat, but like sex is really personal and special. Agreed me and he never pushed me to do that and like that was one of the things I really liked about him too he's like I'm just here with you because I really like you and I enjoy spending time with you and I think that we should just keep doing this Mm -hmm. until you're ready to make it more Mm -hmm. and you know let's get to know each other yeah like we'll cross the bridge when it comes and that's like a great thing that has to take off so much pressure yeah because it's like because, you know, when somebody's being so nice to you and uh, buying you teddy bears uh, and, like, right. being, like, a doll. And, He's like, like so I know that I know that he personally jokes around with you and is like, oh, remember when you didn't like me? And mm-hmm. I know that I would get so many texts and she would text me and she would be like, I got to break it up with this guy. I don't believe it because he's such a good guy. And I'd be like, but I'd be okay, it's good. hard. It's right. hard. When you have, like, not, like, a victim mentality, but when right. you literally date jerk off yeah. like you get so used to that and then when something comes just because it's so different in your so life so when did you realize not because I feel like quarantine was a sh- like a terrible time for most people but I feel like it brought you two together I think nesting could have been great right. because I feel like at what point did you go from I gotta break it over this guy I don't know if I like him to oh my god I'm crazy about this I guy I hope that him. I marry him yeah. one day okay so it was before quarantine actually um we had we, I had ended things with him briefly so it was like, I think I ended things with him on a Friday because I was like, I'm just not ready. I don't know what I want. I'm all confused. I am depressed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's drinking out of a straw. Fucking slurping during sorry. my profound. She's story. having a moment. Your profound discovery. I'm learning. Okay, I need to pay attention and pay I have to have strong intent here. I have ahead. to learn. So, and um, <laughs> and I, and I was like, I just need my space. Yeah. And that was like a Friday. And then by Monday, I was like, I fucking miss him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I called him and I was like, I just want to, I just want to tell you, like I texted him and I was like, wrote him like this whole long paragraph. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't want to talk about this like this. And I was like, come over. Would you be willing to meet me in person yeah. and talk about it? And he was like, yes. Oh. That's fucking sexy Perfect. right there. Perfect. I'm not talking to you about this via text. Perfect. I'm going to meet you in person. I hate text conversation when it comes to like serious shit. And when yeah. a guy just won't pick up a, like I'll say, like I'll drop little hints. I'm like, you know what? This is really not a text conversation. Being like, call okay, me. Yeah. Pick up my fucking, or being yeah. like, I'll call you. I don't know. And I'm not a phone person, yeah. but I'm glad he was like, if you want to talk about this in person, I will, but I'm yeah. not having this conversation yeah, for sure. via text while I'm at work. He's right. like, it's not going to happen. I was like, yeah. well, would you be willing to meet me or I can come to you and he's like I'll come by this week and I was like okay and I was like tonight and he was like sure yeah <laughs> so then he came over and we talked about everything and he's really good at communicating how long would you say important. you talked for hours wow but do you think that like you subconsciously were pushing him away just to yeah. see if he would like make more effort to be with oh. you oh no, I don't know if I was playing that game because I felt already that he was making a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I think I was pushing him away because he didn't 
it wasn't what I pictured. Okay. I, I pictured somebody that was more like me. Mm-hmm. I And listen, he's from Jersey and I'm from New York. So you think off the bat, oh, you're from the East Coast. You're probably very similar. Mm-hmm. But like, it's more than that. Yeah. I'm from the city. I'm from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I'm from New York, Italian, mm-hmm. like, family. Yes. <laughs> he's from the suburbs. Out of control, fucking animalistic, loud, no filter, loud, don't care who's around, act like fucking, like he's polite. And to be fair, that's a lot to take a guy home to. Oh, forget it. It's a lot. My fucking husband didn't come around the first fucking two and a half years of our relationship. (laughs) Right, and and he would fit right in, Dom. He's Italian. Yeah. He's got very serious social anxiety. Yeah, Uh he... I just felt like we were too different, and I was like, he's so nice, I don't think he's good. Were you looking for things? Like, do you think that you were like, um, like, because I feel like when, when I've been in situations like that, I start, like, making things up. Like, he uses a red cup, and, like, (laughs) I only drink out of black cups. Like, who would do that? Like, yeah, like, once, I think... I had been listening to a conversation with the when he had with his dad. Mm. He, his his parents don't live in uh, his parents live kind of far away. So if they come to visit, um, it's like a big thing. Yeah. So like he was on the phone with his dad when he was with me, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm really looking forward to spending time with you. Um, I'll see you soon." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Who talks to their father like that?" <laughs> I was like, "That's weird." And then I, I was telling Patricia, and she's like, "Louise, it's not weird. He's just nice." And I'm like, "It's not. It's fake." Mm-hmm. Like, I was convinced that it was fake. Yeah. And I was like, he's just being really nice to me because he thinks I'm attractive and he wants to fuck me. And I was yeah. like, and it wasn't that. Like, no. It was, he's just. And I never, ever got that impression. But it's not, it's not your impression. No, of course. It's her impression. But I'm saying based no. on, like, what she told me, mm-hmm. I would be like, and you know, I get the of fucking course, impression. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you, he just wants to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I heard that one a few times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's because, and no, and it's also like, you know, this cognitive behavioral therapy that you have to do with yourself mm-hmm. where you say, what what thoughts are you having that are backed up with evidence and what thoughts are you having that you're just making up? Irrational. Right. So, like, me thinking that he just thought I was attractive and he wanted to get me in bed mm-hmm. was not backed up by any evidence. It was, it was, it was, it was completely untrue. <laughs> and it was completely, like, me just making excuses because I was afraid to put my heart on the yeah. line again mm-hmm. when you're vulnerable vulnerability is huge. because how hard did i cry over that last guy oh i know yeah. and then and then the off. nail in the coffin the straw that broke the camel's back was like deanna telling me listen i know the last guy that you were with you were like really into him but he was sleeping with like a lot of girls <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the last guy I the was tough with. love crusader, <laughs> and I was there like, "What do you mean? Why didn't you tell me?" And she was like, "Well, I found out after you weren't with him anymore." And she's like, "I just want to let you know that those are the kind of guys that you like." Yes, my job. Wasn't that awesome that I fucking said? So you know what? Break it up with this guy, and this is the fucking. This is the kind of guys you fucking want. She's done that. She's. Mic drop no, a like, bunch of times. You know, and, and I said, I waited to tell you this now. <laughs> I have a strategic. I was. I was fucking determined. And I was like, fuck. I am so glad that I gave him another chance yeah. or gave myself another opportunity yes. to be with him. Because he's a wonderful person. Right. And I think it's funny because normally it's the other way around. 
Mm-hmm. Like, she's always acting mature. She always says her shit He's together. He's I don't. But I was always the one asking her advice. So, oh. to, to know yeah. that. Yeah. She's to, talking about herself. No, no, because I was so, I was so, like, flattered that she was actually yeah. taking my advice for yeah. a change. Because it was always the other way around. Yeah. She always tells me what to do. And I listen. Because she's the <laughs> rational it's one. like, vindication. And she's the responsible one. And I was like, hey, I have to go. I yeah. warned you I was going to go in the beginning. I mean, you have to know that if it involves me, there's going to be some type of fucking goal. To be fair to him, I was going to, I wanted to be with him anyway. Of course. Uh, you I'm not saying you, you're with him because of me. No, but I, you know, I don't want him to think I only called you because I only called him because you, know, you told me that. No, when you no, did, no, when no. you did tell me that, it was it like was just like another one. Exactly, it reassured you from what you already came to. Right, and I was like, okay, and and like. It, it gave me like this eye-opening experience. Like, this is what a relationship is supposed to be like. Yes. A relationship is supposed to be like the guy wants to be with you. Mm-hmm. So tell us about this this wonderful human being. <laughs> Dash, this Dash well, and, lad. Then, and then the quarantine happened. Yeah. Yes. So we had only been dating like a couple of months, and then my birthday came, and I introduced him to my family, which he's the first guy I've ever introduced. I was going to gonna say, family. which is huge. And I was like, I brought him in. I was like, I have a boy with me, and my mom was like. A real boy, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think he's real. I'm a real boy, Pinocchio. <laughs> I was like, No, I think that's what I said. I think I said, No, it's Pinocchio. I think <laughs> I said something exactly like that. But um, and then um, we started quarantining together mm-hmm. because you know this whole thing. So then you know he would make me dinner, and then we would go on hikes, and then he was like, "Let's play a game together." You know, we were doing puzzles mm-hmm. together, and like we were just watching movies and laughing and exercising mm-hmm. and doing all of the things that I love to do by myself. Yeah. But now I found somebody that's willing or who wants to do it with mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I oh love. God. We were talking about that. Like, I hate when guys are like too cool to do things. Like, it's oh, like, he's not. He wants to do everything. I love that. Yeah, I love that. With a fucking smile. Love it. Yeah. yeah I, oh, I hate when guys do it and they're like miserable the whole time. It's like, then like, don't like my husband. do it. That's why I leave him home. I'd rather do it. That's why I leave him home for party sometimes. I'm like, if you're going to be there with a puss. Because I feel sorry for him. Like, you're generally a social guy. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's, a, it's a sin. Yeah. But I say, you know what? It's better off sometimes I leave him home. Then have to worry about is he okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he freaking out? Does he want to go home? Is he having a bad time? Yeah. So I pick and choose. But what you were saying about like I I say they're like you know have you ever dated on Hinge? Yeah. Okay. The question on Hinge is like what's a good marker for a good relationship or something like that or like how do you know you found like a good relationship and I always say when mundane things become really exciting yeah, like sure. going to the grocery store or yeah. like just doing doing right. laundry and it's just like because you're with that person it doesn't matter what you're doing you could fill the time like endlessly and like a minute feels like a second and like days feel like like the snap of a finger yeah and like they say compatibility mm-hmm. like recreational compatibility is important mm-hmm. meaning you like to have fun doing the same things mm-hmm. now I don't like to have fun doing all the same things he likes to yeah. do and he doesn't like to have fun doing all the same things I like to do but there is a lot that we like to do together mm-hmm. and that's really like funny. hiking did you ever fucking no so that's another thing I was going to say you really need to be open to Im- to instead of criticizing differences about each other, mm-hmm. really need to be open to embracing the differences yeah. as long as they're healthy differences. Yeah. Like, I'm not outdoorsy. Mm-hmm. I grew up in New York City. Yeah. I can't swim really yeah. well. Like, he loves w- the water. Mm-hmm. He, like, 
you know, loves to be outside. He bought, like, he bought me hiking shoes. And he's like, mm -hmm. we're going to go hiking. You know, and he takes me to these beautiful places with these scenic overlooks mm -hmm. and these giant lily ponds. And I'm like, this is so nice. She yeah. sent me a fucking Snapchat of him doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. And then the Snapchat before that was him cooking dinner. No, like, I don't want to make it seem like he's, like, a slave. Like, we do, <laughs> no, he's like, not, a lot This is not together. so funny because how you said this is how the mind the works. Mind you said like, slave. I'm like, what, what a great guy. What a fuck, what a fucking joke. I'm like, oh, she's so lucky. And she's yeah. like, I don't treat him like a slave, though. Usually, no. like, we take turns. Like, one day I'll make coffee, he'll make the bed. Love one day that. I'll make coffee. Like, it'll be the other way around. One day he'll cook. Mostly he cooks, I wash the dishes. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we take turns. It's team. In it's my team. relationships before, yeah. I did everything. Yeah, because yeah. you're a mother. You're a mother. Yeah. And I'm, like, that Italian woman yeah, that, like, yeah. was raised where, like, men don't do more. Right. Oh, my God, that's it's so funny. Because I say the same thing to all, everybody I've been with, especially because in L.A. there really aren't Italian guys. Yeah. So I don't date Italian people in L.A. I've only dated one Italian guy in my entire life. I don't date Italian men date Italians. I don't. I said oh, I okay. only dated I one say, Italian man. You know, I was going to say, you don't fucking date Italian. If you were fucking, if it was handed to you, you were fucking date Italian. Earth to Deanna, I literally said there are no Italian guys in LA. I don't it's date Italian. It's not the same no. kind of Italian anyway. No, and I'm just like, look, and I say to them, I'm like, my mom, I've never seen my dad do laundry, and I don't think my dad would know how to do it if it was. Like, my mom literally does everything for my dad. Like, my dad doesn't know expenses. My mom My mother lays everything. my father's clothes out at night. <laughs> yes. I said, Mom, if you put out a bra, Daddy would care. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's funny because one, uh, when Dom and I had first lived together, because we only started living together two months before we got married. Okay. And it's funny because Louise actually witnessed one of his panic attacks because he's, uh, I never realized how neurotic he was until we started living together. It's bad. So, well, that's why it goes back to right. saying you should live together before. Oh, yeah. If you live together when you're engaged, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, I mean the bed feels. I'm like, okay. For you, so, like it's not his bed. <laughs> so wait, so I go in the bed. No, he thought he was doing me a favor. Wait, so I go in the bedroom and it's fucking. It, it's bad. Anyone who knows me, anyone who knows me knows you don't fuck with the bed. I make a mean fucking. Bed, but you know what? Right? Women so, have a weird thing with pillows. Like no, so I remember I went. Oh, I was like, oh, thank you. So I remember I told, I was. It came up a conversation telling my mother, and she goes, "Listen to me." Never make him feel bad yes. about the way he made the bed yes. because he'll never do it again. Make the bed again or try anything else. Right. Either. So to this day, he makes the bed and he does it all the time now. And he doesn't make it like it's a you know a, a nice thing he did for me. Mm -hmm. He just makes it. Yeah. But I go back and I fix it every day. But <laughs> I never a big deal. But I Let never, man want, have I it. never once told him, "Oh my God, you don't make the bed right." You suck like, at I just, bed not, No, I left it alone and I go, "Oh." But see, like we would at the time when we were just dating, we would have been like, "He can't make a." No, no, you can't make well, that a problem. I'm the opposite. I'm a total slob. Oh, no, I yell at you all the time. Like, so, did you like, make your fucking bed? I'm here. Did you make the bed? <laughs> like, when he started coming, like, over here, when we were, in, like, in quarantine now, we got really close because you're dating somebody, you're seeing somebody once a week, and then all of a sudden, you're in quarantine together. Mm -hmm. We practically lived yes. together. Yeah. He's like, Louise, you're a fucking slob. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't made my bed in five years. Yeah. The only time I ever make my bed is so when I go on vacation. Yeah, because, because you like to come home to a made bed. Right. So like, me, and, me and Roro joke about that all the time. Like, I'll be like, I'm 
I'm, I don't make the bed unless I'm going away. I don't want to come home and I want to get in a nice clean bed. Yeah. But like, other than that, I don't, I don't make my bed. I would sometimes leave dishes in the sink for two days. <laughs> He's like, you're disgusting. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, and he yeah. would like clean up. But ne then I started feeling bad that like he was here and he was doing all of this maintenance. And then so like, then I, then yeah. I like got my act together. Yeah. But before I lived alone. Yeah, of course. When you live alone, like you leave yeah. dirty clothes on the floor. Yeah. Like it's, it's See, I don't give a fuck level when you live alone. Definitely. Like it was a bachelorette pad. Like yeah. I would like get up and go to work in the morning. I worked in Manhattan. So after work, I would go out for drinks, go see a show, go shopping, mm -hmm. hang out with my friends mm -hmm. and not come home till 10 o'clock. Yeah. I was out of my house from 7.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Yep. I wasn't making the bed. How about, it's funny when guys come over, like, when I'm not prepared. Because here's the thing. Like, I'm pretty, like, OCD about things. But, like, there are times, like you just said, like, I'll be going to work and I'm laying, I'm not making this fucking bed at 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but there'll be times where guys are like, oh, I'll come by after work. I'll meet you there. And I'm laying, and no. I have a thing in my refrigerator. So, I don't know like, <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah. I couldn't even offer you water. And my mom would be ashamed of myself. My mother, like, too. She's like, you're a disgrace. Yeah. You know she's like, she's did, you, did you offer him some food? I'm like, mom, I didn't have food to offer <laughs> I had food for myself. And you know what? That's his fault because he gave me no warning. If you want to show right. up, you, you get what you get. You, and you don't, don't get upset. Right. Like, what do we say all the time? It's true. But, like, I understand that because I live on, I've lived on my own for six years now. It's a different world, especially when you work all the time. I was like, who could be bothered? Yeah. I'll order food. <laughs> like, there is a time. Yeah, I'll order out. I, like, ordered food, like, every day. Like, well, DoorDash was my best friend. Yeah. And, like, you know. Yeah. So, you've been through hell. You got a wonderful guy. What's your last words of wisdom to women going through a bad divorce or having trouble dating? Like, looking back now, looking what back advice now. would you give yourself at that point? Oh, I like that one. I know. Because I do it to myself all the time. That's my introspection. Because the timer went, the shut the fuck up, off timer went off. I mean, the shut the fuck up timer <laughs> went off. We have to put a timer on our episodes because we don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, well, I can see how this could go into like a yeah. Um, I would say there's life after divorce. Mm -hmm. Don't think that there's only one person out there for you. Yeah. And to concentrate on being the happiest person that you can be because if you're the happiest most successful person you can be then you'll be the best partner for your future person yeah, when and you're a full person you when you you know don't ever rely on another person for your happiness because that's dangerous yeah. you need mm -hmm. to you need to be happy alone before you can be happy with someone yes and that person that you're with needs to be happy alone too because Truth. they we can't with they can't depend on you for happiness and you can't depend on them for happiness because yeah. that's codependence and that doesn't work yeah so and yeah. to follow that question up now reverse it six years ago do you think that you would have been sitting here feeling that way and having this conversation or no. do you think it was gonna like you would have never gotten out of that not in the, not in the beginning I thought there was never going to be anybody else who I loved that much. I would. I thought there would never be anybody else that would love me as much as he did. I thought that there would never be anybody else that I could feel as comfortable and familiar that would fit in with my family, that I could picture myself having children with. I really thought I was going to be alone forever. And I came, eventually, I came to the... the I, I accepted it. I was like, it's okay if I'm alone. I'm happy. Yeah. And that's when I was ready to find someone. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Because I think it's important. Yeah. And I think it's important just to do both ends of that where mm -hmm. the person you are now looking back, like, what would you tell that person? And then 
put yourself back then because mm. so many people are at that different phase yeah where some people just got broken up with some people are going through it and right. it's just like it's hard to imagine somebody like other than yourself at that moment actually coming to fruition and then to hear like you it wasn't like you got a divorce and it was like oh I'm good like you went through it too no you know I went I mean? through it I went through it and it's important to know that like you had all you went all the, through all those feelings and now yeah. you look back and you're all like, those stages of grief yeah and you recognize that you own that you're not like yeah, yeah. realistically you're you're mourning a fucking death Absolutely. that's what I felt you're like, going yeah. through a funeral you not only on that person but yourself. that life yourself mm. that you know, you, life as you know it is dead. When they say the old me is dead and gone, yeah, that shit is. Tr- and shout out to Justin, but that fucking shit is true. Yeah, because it's like, and if you're not mourning that, and if you don't recognize that, you're not learning. You have to acknowledge your like the shit that you went through. I feel like you have to acknowledge and kind of like honor that. You have to yeah. honor the person you are. You have to honor the shit you went through. You have to take a second sometimes and pat yourself on the fucking back. You That's why I say right. I love that you treat yourself like after a bad a fucking. Bad Date. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I, but I fucking did it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I tried. Yeah. I put myself out there. It wasn't the right yeah. thing, but maybe the next one will. And it's so much effort to and take the pressure off yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't go on a date thinking maybe this could be it, mm-hmm. and don't go on the date thinking it's going to be terrible. Yeah, go on the date putting no expectations and and put zero pressure on yourself, and eventually, you know you'll find someone. And if you don't, you don't. Eventually, you'll find your crush. That's what I... (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's what I used to say to myself. Maybe he'll be in, maybe he won't. He won't. And maybe I'll find someone and maybe I won't. Either way, I'll be fine. But you're willing to to find out. I'll be fine. I have a family and friends. Just fucking remember, people, you heard it here first. Free advice (laughs) from the one, the only, Louise. I love it. Honestly, like, I feel enlightened because I've been through every fucking stage of Mm -hmm. life and dating. And for me, like, I'm kind of at that eh stage. Like, if I meet somebody, So we had two therapeutic episodes. That was a good day. After our first episode, we were like, we feel good. Like, yeah, we feel good. And she started. I was going off. She was in. (laughs) (laughs) What was the last episode? She was on one. Turn ons and turn offs. Oh, right. She would, but she was on one. She was like, you and I might fight this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and it won't be your fault. Right. Like, oh, oh, and fighting is good, too. That's I, what I said. Oh, yeah. We said the same thing. I said, you shouldn't get serious or move on to the next step unless you've had at least one fight. Right. And, like, I don't want to make, like, my relationship is absolutely 100% perfect. We, we have arguments yeah. all the time. And you have to acknowledge that. Of course. That. It's just about the way that you fight. The yes. way that you fight, yeah. You know, there's clean fighting and there's dirty fighting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Clean fighting I would love hard. to have you on again, like, soon. And then you can get further into just, like, maintaining yourself in that situation. Like, not doing the same shit you're right, doing. Right, like, not going back to old habits. Yes, and, like, how you're rediscovering yourself and just the things you figured out and, like, the evolution of, like, you as you, like, yes, get right. I mean, I'm, I'm in it right now. So, yeah, you know, we, we haven't been. It feels longer because of the quarantine, but yeah. we haven't been together that yeah. long. So I'd be happy to come back and oh talk to you about that because that is something that we work on. Yeah, I would love that. Well, thank you for coming on. I learned so much. I I'm know. Honest. Like I was super excited about this from like the we show. were. We've been talking. Like this is what we said. We've been talking right. about it. Like for you're a like week. legit a celebrity. We're like, oh my gosh, she's coming <laughs> on this so show. That's yeah, funny. we have another guest actually coming on on Monday, oh and the God. bar has just been set super. I know, Tommy. Then I come with guns blazing. That's <laughs> so oh funny. God. But yeah, thank you so much. I know we both know how hard it could be to be to, to rehash and talk and about it and put yourself out there. And honestly, like you did so fucking 
fucking good and for like yeah, the first a natural, time mm-hmm. a natural oh. pod we, we didn't think we'd find a natural podcast like ourselves you know <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank what? you for having me. Oh, we loved having you. Thank you for having us at your home. Yes, thank yeah. you for having us Look at your home. Look, he brings me flowers every week. Because he's a fucking gem. <laughs> I told him to stop wasting his money. No. No, say thank you. I do. That's lo- something I learned, too. Don't reject gifts. No, I, lo- I love flowers. Say thank you. I love them. Keep them Thank coming. you for opening up your home. Thank you for the rosé. Yeah. And with that being said, I'm going to piss myself. So um, Again? Again. I she peed in the middle of the podcast, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Because I can't drink water. This is why I don't drink water. Because when I drink fucking water, and this was all water, I fucking piss every five minutes. <laughs> anyway, so that's Deanna's lovely that's way of my, saying. That's my goodbye. This is Deanna G signing the fuck off. I'll see Thank you later. So and hopefully again. next podcast I'll be in a better mood. But I wasn't too bad. No, you were episode. good. You were good. You were good. Because how could you not <laughs> listen to the story? All right, bye, motherfuckers. Bye, guys. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, right. Spotify. Follow us on fucking Instagram. You You're thought the, it. You thought it. Right? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't tell them to follow you. I'm saying <laughs> follow you thought it. I didn't know that has, like, an Instagram account. It does. It does. It oh, does nice. But thank you so much, honestly, for coming. We loved having you. We were excited. You definitely lived up to the hype and then said yes. so. We well, if, I, if I'm... To be cliche, you know, make one person open their heart to somebody that they didn't think they You did it to me. I'm not even kidding because I literally was like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Signing off. Bye, guys. (laughs)